Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior Ahapa podcast. I'm your host, Darren Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How are you doing, Lita? I'm wonderful. I am coming to you live from northern Michigan, which is uh, always wonderful and relaxing and um, about as easy and peaceful as the stage two. I I would imagine so. I would imagine most (laughs) things are. Yeah. Um, so we're here to talk about season 11, episode 15 of American Enjoy. It was stage two and, uh, this was an interesting stage two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lovely picnic for the ninjas. Yeah. Remember that time I said I was really pleased with stage one because I was worried that the course would just be stupid easy. And that's uh, why we were going to have a lot of success uh, this season. Uh huh. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, you do? Uh huh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> TBT. The one we were pleased with the course. Yeah. Um, uh, this was, this was, uh, this was an episode. This, uh, I saw, I saw a lot of complaints about this episode pretty much everywhere I looked. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the one positive is that we have not narrowed the field for the winner at all. Could still be anyone that we were previously discussing. Well, unless, Unless you feel like they would montage people. I feel like there are some people that would be a little bit out of contention. Yeah, maybe. But I just mean like literally every person that we were considering as being a winner made it to stage three. Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) At least we're not spoiled. Mm. Well, let's talk about this course. So the first obstacle we had was the giant walk the plank, which... um, you know, it was basically walk the plank, but giant. Uh, oh, I actually, I, I prefer this. I preferred this change. Um, I like that it's faster than the previous versions of uh, the first obstacle on stage two. Um, but, you know, not particularly difficult, but I don't want the first obstacle to be particularly difficult. Yeah, we want the second to last obstacle to be particularly <laughs> difficult. <laughs> then you had the extension ladder. That was what they called the salmon ladder here, um, which did not feel 
more difficult at all. It no. felt easier. Isn't it usually like the super salmon ladder where they go like up one side and down the other? The, yeah, they've done like the up down. They've done like the back and forth and back again. Um, but this was just kind of like, uh, oh, the the gaps get a little taller. But most people yeah, like and- skip rungs anyway. Right. And you have to only like make one transition. Yeah. It's like, I think it was only, I mean, really, I think it was like four or five moves tops. Yeah. So they get through that and (laughs) then they get little footholds at the end of the salmon ladder, which (laughs) previously they've had to do a a more difficult salmon ladder followed by an immediate like wave runner or something like that, Mm -hmm. like straight from the, uh, from the salmon ladder to really test that grip strength but they get to uh, rest there in the footholds um, mm-hmm. with their lots of time <laughs> right and <laughs> then take on the snapback uh, which um, is the obstacle where you, uh, you you jump forward and then the little thing that you're on will snap uh, and you have to do a reverse grab um, get through that there's two of them then you get to a swing surfer and on a swing surfer this time, uh, this is the obviously the big pendulum one where you jump onto it and then you jump off. And instead of grabbing onto a rope, you grab onto a wall. I actually like that has, but it has four different holes. Yes, I liked this change though because uh, the rope. Uh, I, I like it visually; it's better for me. It's a taller wall. They have to climb up it, um, and jumping onto a wall is just like more fun to watch for me than like watching them grab onto a rope. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I liked that. There were some changes I liked here. Um, then we get to the Grim Sweeper, which is great name, great replacing name. the wing nuts. And the Grim Sweeper has to be the easiest obstacle <laughs> in the entire course of all the courses. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, they, they start with the kids specifically to make it seem hard before every other person does it. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the kid is the only person to fail <laughs> on the Grim Sweeper, and then he does it again and, and easily does it. Right. So, yeah, I don't believe anybody was eliminated by the Grim Sweeper um, at all. Other, yeah, at all. Right, which is like when you think about it, we were there the first year of the Wing Nuts, and it was just literally like the all of stage two was basically like, okay, it's impressive if you get there, and then like, will anybody finish the Wing Nuts? Yeah, the the Wing Nuts, I think, had a completion rate of something like uh, ten, like less than ten percent throughout its two year run on stage two, and yeah. the Grim Sweeper now has a completion rate of basically a hundred percent yeah uh-huh um so pretty drastic change yeah it's a great name because they look like scythes yes um, so that that's the name um but and they rotate yeah what yeah but each one is lower than the next one yes. so all you have to do is let go and grab the next one right and the 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 holds are very grippy it's like a big yes. lip to grab onto. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also just hang on for as long as you want to uh, get used to this, the spin and the rotation. And then because you have so much time on this course. Yeah. Uh, the uh, spin your wheels was a much more difficult obstacle than the Grim yeah, Sweeper. Definitely. Uh, so then you get to the water walls, which uh, I don't believe have changed significantly in any way. Uh, you just have to get through the walls but underwater 
And then that's it. You've got three minutes to complete them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody gets the last two obstacles with like more than a minute and a half left. Yeah. So I had an issue with stage two when they initially changed it to be a more difficult course with a ton of time limit uh, attacked on Uh, stage two to me was always the speed stage. This was about Mm -hmm. speed. Um, And I know that stage one is a little bit like that, but, uh, but not really. Stage one is, is about like, uh, it's a huge course and you're running through it. And uh, there are a bunch of different, like, uh, you know, there's a balance obstacles. There's uh, it's, it's it's an overall sort of thing. It's a classic stage. Um, It's supposed to narrow down the field until you get to stage two when it really tests your speed um, and it's uh, it's not like crazy difficult but you got to go through it fast and there are lots of uh, like choke points where you have to you have to fully commit um, and uh, and then you know try to to survive and get through and then run through those walls at the end you gotta get a finish gotta finish um, and they moved away from that which I was upset with um, but so instead what they did was they were said okay stage two is basically a mini stage three, but with a time limit that's really long. Um, and I was like, okay, that's what it is. It's a mini stage three, but with a time limit that's really long. Uh, ex- except now they've said, okay, scratch that. Stage two is like a city qualifying course <laughs> with a really with long a time, limit. time limit. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. I mean, I think just speaking to what you were saying, like, For me, I want stage one to really be like endurance. Like, can you get through all of this and still have enough gas? Stage two, I want to be speed. And then stage three, I want to be like skill and really separating like the the super upper body strength people and grip strength people from the rest. And this is like you said, literally just a city qualifying course. The time limit played pretty much no factor except for like people that were injured injured or uh, had food poisoning. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Unless you were actually ailing, it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think that if they like, and here's the thing, I think the course is fine. I think that the problem is that the course previously was way more difficult and I didn't like that. I like this course better than the one with the wing nuts. Um, it's the time limit. That's the problem for me. They need Mm -hmm. to have cut this time limit down by at least at least 30 seconds, in my opinion. Yeah. Probably closer to something around 45 seconds. 45 seconds, yeah. And really what they should do is change the water walls back to the original walls and cut the time limit down by like a minute and a half. Um, yeah, the water walls are so not fun to watch. Yeah. Like, you can't really tell how close they are. It's kind of too dependent on, like, if you're really tiny, then if you're, like, really thin, then you don't have to do it as much. Like, it's there's just too much that is, like, not fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I don't love it. I, I mean, I think the only benefit you get from it is that uh, you've you at the end of it, you've got these big glistening men who are now uh, all wet. Um, so <laughs> maybe that's what they're going for. I think it's supposed to be my job to point that out. <laughs> but <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. Yeah. Um, but but I, I would love to see the original walls come back, chop this time limit down by at least like a minute and a half. Um, and then when you hit the buzzer, a bucket of water falls over your head. There you go. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that would be that would be just a lot uh, better if you cut the time limit, uh, this time limit by 30 seconds, then you uh, you eliminate about. 
10 of the uh, you you cut the finishers in half and i think that's perfect um yeah if you cut it by like 45 seconds then uh then you have about five finishers but i have to imagine that a lot of these uh you know six seven eight nine people would have gone a lot faster um, right. if they knew that their time was uh shorter so i think we would have had if if you cut the time limit by like 45 seconds i think we would have had the perfect amount of finishers which is something around you know uh eight ish i think that season uh, seven had eight finishers that was the most ever i think that's about right in my opinion it sh- it you should be cutting the athletes uh, by uh one fourth each time there should be Please. around 25 stage one finishers and then uh something around uh like Six to eight stage two finishers and then see where you go from there. Yes, but uh, disclaimer, please do not cut athletes into one fourths. I mean, has anyone anyone tried it yet? (laughs) So then they would get four chances at the course. (laughs) Maybe that's how it would work, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just feel bad for all these people that uh, booked their trip to Vegas for two nights. And then this is definitely going to go to a third night. Um, yeah. So, so that, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's what we have, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll continue to talk about this as we go on, but it really, um, I think that, you know, the show it's, it's built on its history, I think more than most shows. And Mm -hmm. this really undermines what it means to complete stage two, in my opinion, um, that, that they, they really screwed this up. Yeah, except it's not even like it was intentional. I think I think it was intentional to a degree. Yeah, it feels like they made it easier. I don't know if they thought that they'd get over 20 finishers, but uh, they definitely intentionally made this uh, an easier course. And again, I have to I have to imagine that part of them was hoping, uh, all right, well, maybe if we get uh, a Jesse or two on this course that uh, maybe we'll be able to see one in stage three. (laughs) A Jesse or two. (laughs) Yeah, Um, maybe. But it did feel like they wanted this because they were promoting like last year we had like a 12 percent finish rate on uh, this point. This time we have a 53 percent or whatever. It's like, are you trying to convince us that the ninjas are getting better? That's because all it looks like is that your course is easier. Yeah, they straight up said the ninjas are getting better. But I don't know. To me, that felt like like it could just be them like this is what trying to be like, oh, this was on purpose. This is what we've got. So we might as well try and uh, make it seem like it wasn't a big screw up. But who knows? Right. Who knows? Um, all right. So we started with Dan Palizzi, who is uh, then they they have a tough time starting with starting this episode because there are only what, uh, seven people that fall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess if you count the safety passers, uh, you get a couple more falls. So, uh, yeah, when there's when there's only <laughs> when there's only around seven failures in an episode, it's going to be real hard. Yeah. And they're doing montages that are entirely finishers. Mm-hmm. So we started with Dan Palizzi. He uh, goes on to walk the plank. I, like I said, I do I do like that walk the plank is the first obstacle. It's faster. I like faster, especially on stage two. Um, then he went on to the salmon ladder, gets to the snapback and misses the grab. He just whiffs it. And um, I, I really feel for any athlete that just uh, accidentally screws up on stage two because um, you're really kicking yourself for your, your chance to get to stage three. 
Yeah, because this is going to be the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so especially because like, yeah, all these people that make mistakes have safety passes. So it sucks for like the couple of people that don't. Yeah. Uh, then right, right away, we've got the kid, Matisse, the kid, Awadi. And I was like, oh, he's this. Oh, right. He has the safety. Pass. OK, so we found right, this right, one. Right, Um, I will say this though finally they changed it up a little bit they gave us Mm -hmm. something that was more than just like it's the kid he's the kid and he's a kid and he does kid things and he has has hats and he's cool and everyone loves him and he's the best Uh, it was like we're actually learning who he is and now I feel a lot better about him as an athlete watching him Um, just just Finally, they're giving him something more than just like shoving down uh, our throat. I don't know. Dare I say when is that it? Very possible. Um, he talks about how he's had panic attacks in the off season. Um, that uh, it's it's it's. I mean, he's. I, and I again, I would I would probably fault the edit of the show that probably contributes to this being so young and being pushed as like. Here is the up and coming, one of the best, like he's got to uh, do this. That, um, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody's shoulders. A 19 year old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now 20, but when he was starting, yeah, that is, it's, this is a hugely watched show, mm-hmm. you know? And like before this, I'm sure that there were, um, when the age limit was 21, I'm sure that like a lot of these people's intro to ninja was like regional contests that allowed like 18 19 year olds or something but he went straight to one of the most watched reality shows in the country mm-hmm. and uh and he had you know annoying people like us who uh didn't like him very much because of the edit he was getting right like, yeah because we don't know anything about yeah. him and because it's not satisfying for a 19 year old that we don't know anything about to win exactly um and so i i can i can imagine what kind of weight that puts on uh on your shoulders for uh for some Somebody especially that young um and it was it was uh i was not happy to see that uh that he is affected in this way but um right. it definitely endeared me a lot more to him to see more of who he is and how he's handling everything see this is why we need to get him either on this show or on the Terran show that would be a good get let him tell his story yeah, yes <laughs> turn people like us around uh, uh, yes so he uh he takes on the course here and y- you know he's not finishing yeah um because he's second in the uh the lineup here and he's got a safety pass so um he he's very fast through the walk through walk the plank though uh clean through snapback uh and um gets to the grim sweeper he tries to like one hand it so he tries to keep one hand on the higher one and then drop his other hand to the lower one instead of making a, more of like a hop. And we see some other people do this as well, but he has, a, I think, a little bit too much hesitation and leaves his top hand on the upper uh, Crim Sweeper blade for too long. And he's ultimately going to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but really no doubt in our minds yeah and uh, <laughs> uh, by partway through this episode that he's gonna do fine yes and this is when i realized there was no wing nuts and i was like what yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe he's been montaged a lot maybe kevin carbone really uh, pissed off production mm. They they pulled his obstacle. Uh, next up was Carson Voyles, who was another safety passer. Um, he's uh, he's wearing it on his shoulder, but uh, but he has a big miss on the snapback, and he's going to have to uh, rip off the uh, the safety pass. 
Yes, I like that they frame it as uh, he's going to play that safety pass as if this is a strategic game mm. that you can choose when to play your safety pass. Oh, smart decision by Carson to play the safety <laughs> pass here. Yeah, like what's he going to do? Save it for next season? Um, next up was Nate Burkhalter, who has been sicker than a dog, apparently. Um, and the big dog ninja says, hey. Right. Which made me wonder, like, where does that phrase even come from? That's not even the phrase. It's sick as a dog. Yeah, I know. But like, but he's so sick that he's sicker than a dog. Sicker than a dog. Yeah. Um, are you Googling sick as a dog? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know where it comes from, but food poisoning is bad. Have you ever had food poisoning? Um, yes. Yes. Oh, clearly it left a huge impact on you. It wasn't it wasn't like a bad one. I've just yeah. I've just been like. A, a bit a bit affected not not like uh not like nate burkhalter yeah i've never been that sick but i've gotten it a couple of times and it is no joke especially when it comes to dehydration okay so uh apparently it was common to compare undesirable things to dogs in the early 1700s that makes sense um it's not that people didn't like dogs it was that uh diseases such as the plague were often spread via animals like rats birds and unfortunately dogs yeah that makes sense because they were spread by fleas mm. and mosquitoes so i mean we still call people that we don't like dogs this is like, true bad. Mm. yeah which is very unfair to dogs because dogs are great anyway no limits nate had some limits for a little while yes he had food poisoning um and also talked about how he broke his foot testing stage two last year broke something in his foot i don't know what it is um and he had had to have six months of rehab and that's when i went oh that's probably why they changed the thing to the wall because he broke it on the rope of oh, swing oh, surfer oh. and it, like yeah. slammed his foot into the thing and i was like uh well it's, the wall is probably safer yeah, although uh, if American Ninja Warrior actually cared about that, then they would have changed a lot of obstacles by now. It's true. Especially the ones where people split their heads open. It's true. Um, so he's been getting IVs and uh, and Akbar says dehydration is the biggest issue because it could cause some muscle cramping, he says. Yeah, and also other things like death. Mm. So uh, you can tell he's already like wiped out by the time he's on snapback. Uh, and I also was able to notice during this run that uh, they're just when we went to the course, uh, we went to the finals in Vegas. We saw that there were people that would like climb up on the 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 obstacles like on the raft uh, rafters mm -hmm. above, like above the obstacles to like reset things. Um, they're just dudes just hanging up there. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. There's just a guy just oh. like just chilling, like laying above the uh, snapback. And there's another dude just like sitting above the salmon ladder. Oh, nice. Those are actually um, not employees. Those are super premium seats mm -hmm. to the course that you have to pay uh, money to get. Yeah, it's um, you have to win an extra competition. You have to win a double sweepstakes. Yeah. Uh, so he um he 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 gets he gets through swing surfer moving slowly over the wall um he also does like a one-handed transition but he just does it faster than the, what the kid does uh he does get the dismount from grim sweeper but it's pretty rough um and <laughs> this is when akbar says we've got a hydration situation over here yeah, good thing he's uh, going to go into some water. Yes, so he goes to the water The water walls. This is probably the most compelling portion of the night because it takes somebody with food poisoning to make this uh, time limit compelling. 
<laughs> yeah. And you know what they say when the most compelling run is the third one. That's how you know you've got a good episode. Yeah. Um, he barely makes it with uh, one second left on the clock. And I wrote, right, we are going to see an insane amount of stage three runs because this guy just completed the course. Uh, he was the third uh, or the fourth person running and he had food poisoning and he just finished. So. Yeah, he was looked close to death when they were showing his uh, like last 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Then we had Dave Kavanaugh, who has a safety pass as well, and he will need it because he immediately falls on Walk the Plank. Akbar says that escalated quickly. Mm -hmm. But uh, his wife's hair is so cute. It looks like cotton candy. There you go. Uh, Michael Torres is up next, and he is the only person with a safety pass left, and he will not need to use it. Um, he, his package talks about how he's learning to cook rice. Do salsa, do the salsa and uh, learn Spanish. Yes. To connect with his culture. Yes. Uh, well, that's nice. Getting getting in touch with his roots. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's cute. I like him. There you go. Uh, he's smooth through the course. Uh, plenty of time left. A minute and 20 seconds left for the water walls. Uh, they, they keep saying, oh, no, this is going to be close because it was taking him a while. But he had a minute and 20 seconds to get <laughs> through them. It was not even remotely close. No, but. They've got to hype it up somehow. Yeah, he had uh, like a full, I think, like 12 seconds left by the time he hit the buzzer. Um, it was they were like, oh, no, it can't. Oh, he's not going to finish. He's only got 12 seconds left to, to climb and hit a buzzer. <laughs> I will say uh, Matt and Akbar did a good job of filling all this time, considering um, that they've probably gone through every pun they could make about all these people so far. Um, there wasn't much exciting stuff going on. And they were robbed of a lot of the gimmick guys. They didn't have uh, Eric Middleton to make them eat a bug. They didn't have Lance Picas to put on a cowboy hat. They they don't have any of their their gimmick. They guys. found one bug guy. Yeah, but the the other bug guy didn't make him make them do anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Michael Torres, the only person with a safety pass who does not need to use it, is going to make stage three as well. Um, and then we have Alex. He should get to keep it for next year. Mm, yes, we have uh, Alex Blick who went out on the swing surfer, uh, and I he I he might be one of the only people they montaged who failed because they didn't have a lot of those. Yeah, I do. also don't even know who that is. Yeah. Please don't write us an iTunes review if that's like your dad. Um so uh then we had Lucas Reale uh who is going to be montaged and they said that uh he completed the course and it was an emotional moment that uh everyone was so proud. This was probably one of the early runs and they were like, "Wow, he did it. He completed stage 2." So emotional and of course so they montaged it. Yeah, I, I'm sure it was very emotional and we will just have to take their word for it. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Next up was Flip Rodriguez, probably the second most compelling run of the night because he was injured. Uh, So he talks about how he made a rookie mistake on stage one and it cost him his quad, uh, which is still hurting him. Uh, This is his sixth attempt at stage two, and I can tell that he looks super nervous right from the get go here. Um, He's taken extra swings on walk the plank. You can tell he is hurting when he does the the dismount from there. it's uh, it's this is a rough uh, a rough go of it here for for Flip. Yeah, and it's so sad at the end. He is so upset. Yeah, Matt says that the snapback during this run, he says it's not something that you can practice. And I was uh, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if that's I wonder if that's part of what they're going for with these obstacles because a lot of their newer obstacles are things that you can't really practice you can't really make a snap back super easily at home you can't really make a, a grim sweeper at home yeah. <laughs> that rotates on its own right like uh, right. i wonder if they're trying to move away from easily you know replicated obstacles maybe or at least like constantly be doing ones that they know that the ninjas haven't practiced in a gym anything like it yeah. um i do like the snapback i'll say yeah it's not bad i like uh the the blind grab obstacles yeah uh, well, Flip is really limping up to the swing surfer. I was a little concerned he wouldn't be able to make the jump, but he does. Uh, he only has a minute left, though, by the time he gets to the Grim Sweeper because he's taken some extra time uh, limping along. Um, he gets through there, but uh, he has to take a full rotation on each scythe to make sure that he's making it through, and he only has 30 seconds left at the water walls, and you can tell that he is not going to make it. He's going to time out at the final wall, uh, and he's still going to go through it and hit the buzzer, but there's just no time left, and it, this was brutal to watch. Yeah, this was very painful. Like, he's literally crying. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yeah. And, like, this was definitely his chance to get to stage two although unlike some of these other uh, to get to stage three unlike some of these other people that make it to stage three that like this is definitely the only year that they're going to get to stage three no no offense to anybody not naming any names i do feel like flip not injured can get there at some point yeah i mean he must have felt so good about it you know he was before he went to vegas he had the safety pass he was going to get two tries at stage two and then turns out stage two is super easy so it should have been even easier for him to do it but unfortunately he just hurt himself and he's going to miss the opportunity and really you know stage three wouldn't have required too much from his legs i think the body prop would have been the most difficult thing for him to get through Mm -hmm. but uh but unfortunately he's just going to time out there and not make it next year flip yeah calling it then we had a ben wales the only walk on left running and he is going to walk right off walk the plank so that's another there's another failure um then we had karsten williams who completed the course and then we got to adam rail and his package was about how he's a bit of a celebrity now Mm -hmm. and he's doing commercials in arizona yeah they don't explain anything about this car commercial they just show him doing flips and are like no that's hard yeah 
They were trying to uh, advertise the fact that he's doing commercials without advertising the thing he's doing the commercials for. <laughs> yes. They were like, unless this car dealership pays us. Mm. Um, it was, uh, I, we, saw, we saw here on the sidelines, Sean Bryan in a sling cheering him on. That was mm-hmm. very sad. Yes. Um, however, I am, I'm not glad that he's in a sling, but it would have been even more sad if they just like immediately popped it back in and he would have been fine. Mm. So the fact that he's still in a sling means that he wouldn't have been able to get back on the course. Yeah. It looked like he hit his face at him here on the plexiglass of the snapback, but, uh, Mm. but he, he made it through. Um, his mom was on the sidelines just like (laughs) squeezing the, uh, bicep of Jake Murray, uh, trying Mm -hmm. to, I think, just, uh, just like rip his arm off. Yeah, probably. They were like, Jake Murray is getting a workout. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're also still calling Adam one of the favorites to win it all. Yes. It's interesting. Well, they've been doing that for years, to be fair, but yeah, but I still think I, he's, I, I, I think he's a, he's a contender here. I guess so. I don't know. I, I just wouldn't call him a favorite. I mean, he, he dominates in the, uh, the like, uh, national oh, Ninja, the Ninja League. League yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. I, I really think that this could be Adam Rail's year. I think he usually will go out on stage two, but this stage two was not was was easy was uh, was passable. Now he just uh, we've never seen him on the stage three. I imagine you know n- national ninja competition. I would imagine a lot of those have a lot to do with these upper body obstacles. They're a lot easier to replicate. Um, and so I think he will probably be able to do pretty well on them. And I imagine that he's practiced a rope. So I really I think he's definitely in there. Um, we've seen both of his runs so far. So he's one of my top contenders. I'm glad that he's acting because um, that is a step to modeling, which is really what he should be doing. <laughs> well, Akbar says, Matt, it's like his muscles are magnified underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Great. You and Akbar talking about these glistening men. Uh, he does a handstand on the buzzer, um, dripping wet. And mm-hmm. uh, and and I, 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 I feel like uh, this this is this is mostly what I'm talking about when I mentioned. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be on the poster next year. Yeah. Um, be just a graphic. It's going to be Adam Rail in a handstand. <laughs> Akbar says, I'm on the Adam Rail train. Choo choo. Oh, that makes sense. It should be the Adam Railroad. Uh, choo choo. Yeah. <laughs> then we get Chris Ganji, who completes the course to a, a crying Jesse, who I imagine uh, is also like, damn it, this could have been me too. <laughs> this would have been me too. Yeah. Um, Kevin Carbone is going to complete the course as well. They're both montaged though. Um, and then Tyler Gillette is going to be montaged and complete the course, but we did get a, uh, a good one here. Akbar says, Tyler's going to be sharp on the grim sweeper. I guess you could say that about anybody, but he's Tyler Gillette. Oh, I thought it was because the scythes are sharp. It works all. It works in many ways. Oh my god, so many levels. Okay. Uh, so they say that uh, Tyler's the eighth to finish the course tonight, um, and they've so they've already tied the record for most finishers on stage two. <laughs> and we're like two minutes into the episode, se- season seven. Yeah, we're like we're like uh, a fourth of the way into the. We're like halfway through the first hour at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we get to Grant McCartney who uh, his package is basically a a dating profile. Yeah. Okay. Literally, he was like, um, you know, I go on all these adventures, but I don't want to do it alone. And I thought it was I thought it was going to like he like met somebody 
And my boyfriend was like, oh, great. Now we're going to see this guy's Tinder profile. And it literally was. Yeah. It was literally his dating profile and all of the ninjas like helping him out and Akbar being like, ladies, this guy's a cat. He's a great guy. You know, I, you know, you know, I just, I may seem like, uh, like I'm really crazy and out there on the course, but I am also, you know, I'm a sensitive guy and, uh, I like to be serious sometimes and I like long walks on the beach and, uh, you know, and uh, they are correct that there's no such thing as too many ab pictures. Well, there you go. Um, how many years out are we from Ninja in Paradise? <laughs> uh, Where these people all just date each other? I think infinite years. Oh, I, I would like that. A dating show about ninjas. Because so on Are You the One, which is a dating show, they do challenges to compete for dates. And I want to see ninjas do just like insane <laughs> challenges to compete for dates. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I mean, isn't that basically the challenge? The challenge is not a dating show. They they all they date each other. Yeah, they hook up. But I want this to be specifically Bachelor in Paradise, but with like huge physical feats involved. (laughs) Okay. The problem is that like there's so few women compared to men and Mm. a lot of them are already in relationships with other ninjas. I mean, that's easily solvable. Just like we put Alyssa and James to the test. Look, look, we will pay you a lot of money to be on this show. (laughs) There's just one requirement. (laughs) One small copy. It would really just turn into like, uh, I think the show is called The Bachelorettes, where there's a small group of women who are choosing from a very (laughs) large pool of men who have to physically compete for their attention. I like this. I'm in on this show. Um, so Grant McCartney is going to take on stage two. This is his moment. This is the time where he will be able to beat stage two. Uh, but for the third time on stage two, the third time he is going to go out on the salmon ladder again. I have to imagine that this is just, uh, it's in his head at this point and he is really going to be beating himself up afterward. Yeah. But, uh, maybe he'll get a girlfriend out of it or a boyfriend. I, they never specified. Yeah. So there you go. Then we got to Joe Morofsky, who finally was uh, on the show um, and got a package. And his package was about how he's got a dad bod now. I don't think he looks any different. Um, I want to know, was this his idea or are the producers (laughs) still really mad at him for some reason? (laughs) They were just like, "Okay, you're finally going to get a package. Talk about how you've gotten fat. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, he talks, he's, uh, he's had less time to train. He's been, you know, he, he eats the food that he gives his children. Um, and he's, uh, he's now got a dad, but he's dad bod strong. Yeah. Is that going to be a hashtag? Maybe. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he, he's never been one of the guys that looks like super jacked and shredded. So mm. I don't think he looks that different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's always, you know, uh, one, I think one of the biggest appeals of Joe Morovsky is that, uh, even though he is incredibly fit, he just, he, I mean, he looks more along the lines of an average guy than, than like somebody who's like super jacked. Yeah. Average show. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Akbar says he said his best dad skills were his peanut butter jelly skills. So let's see him make peanut butter jelly tonight. That doesn't make any sense. It's a pretty good dad skill though. Peanut butter and jellies are really good. Peanut butters and jelly. I think it's just peanut butter jelly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. <laughs> peanut, peanuts, butter and jelly. Well, that implies 
<laughs> that you have a sandwich with butter, jelly, and peanuts. Um, well, that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> Is that gross? Sounds all of those terrifying. things sound. All of those things sound good together. Uh, all right. So Joe is going to do very, very well on the course here. Uh, the Really, the only thing, he takes an extra swing on the first Grim Sweeper, but uh, just does a, uh, a quick transition on the next two and is going to uh, have a, a dismount there right on, right on his butt, uh, falls flat on the dismount. But uh, beyond that, he is going to uh, head to the water walls and finish with the fastest time of the night so far, 48 seconds remaining yeah um sure i don't know do do we still think that uh he's got a shot at winning this thing i i I don't i think that if you are montaged unless there are multiple winners which is very possible at this point it's honestly hard to see how there are not multiple winners at this point yeah Um, although they they haven't i felt like i feel like if there were then they would have brought up that they changed the rule that now multiple people can win. Right. So what? So the rule is is that they each get a million dollars. I think so. Okay. So because they they have like the previews are like uh, I I think the previews saying one. Okay. But I don't know. It's it just seemed like they're going to be twenty one people competing on stage three. And yeah, how can they not? If it's anything like stage two, uh, then I have to imagine we're seeing multiple people on stage four. And if stage four is anything like it has been in all of the other seasons, then it's hard to imagine that there's just only one know. person. Maybe stage three will still be incredibly. I mean, stage one was appropriately difficult. So we know that it's possible for them to do it, to find a balance. It's possible. Stage three will just be like incredibly hard. But I mean, I think part of it, too, is that like. Stage three is very difficult for the people that are capable of beating stage one and two. Yeah. But stage three can be pretty easy for people that really, really like specific, like rock climbers, that people are that are really, yeah. really good at the upper body stuff. The problem is that they have trouble getting there, but this was uh this was an easy, easy course to get there. So I feel like we will see a lot more success on stage three. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, I I I feel like personally I think Joe is out of it. I think that uh I think we're we're left with we'll talk about, you know, uh Drew, um Daniel, the kid, Adam Rail. I think those are the only four left. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um I would lo- I would love I would love to see it. Um I think that uh obviously if there are multiple multiple winners, I think he's he's definitely in there, but probably wouldn't yeah. be the fastest. Probably wouldn't be the person they are like uh, are like this is our main winner. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. So Joe, uh, very fast through the course, going to complete it. That's it. Uh, this is when they talk about how over the history of stage two, there have been 189 attempts. They say, and only 25 people have ever completed. Stage two with a completion rate of 13% overall. Mm-hmm. So far tonight, nine out of the 17 people have completed the course. And this was like the most generous or sort of opposite of generous. This is the most punishing statistic they could have gotten from, from the night. Because overall, mm-hmm. the statistic, if we look at everything, it's a 75% completion rate. Right. 75%. Yeah. The number of people in the history of the show were at season 11 in the history of the show to complete the course nearly doubles in one season. Yep. 
Yeah, that's very damning. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. The ninjas are just getting so much better all of a sudden. Yeah. They're, uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I saw a post on Reddit that had some, some more statistics here where they said basically there are single obstacles with significantly in, in, in city qualifying and city finals courses that have a higher or sorry, a lower completion rate than the entirety mm-hmm. of stage two. Um, yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, f- for instance, um, probably Rolling Thunder, Spinball Wizard, yeah, uh, has a, uh, a a lower completion rate. Um, the regular regular wing nuts, not even the hard ones, yeah. have a lower completion rate. I mean, Angry Birds has a zero percent. <laughs> the Bouncing Spider has a lower completion rate. <laughs> Um, so stage two is basically just to the bouncing spider and that would be harder uh and that and they you can keep going uh slam dunk walk the plank the regular one um yeah. <laughs> the uh spin hopper the hinge crank it up uh like and these are like some of the easier like these are not more some of the more difficult obstacles. Right. Um, and then obviously just this season, you have Angry Birds. You have, uh, you know, the that other one that took out a bunch of people, uh, the yeah. floating monkey bars, probably. Um, yeah. It's uh, like you shouldn't. There were there are 28 competitors on stage two. There are usually 30 competitors in a city finals course. And stage two had more than triple, I believe any city final course completion. I think stage two had more finishers than, than all of the city finals courses this season combined. Yeah. And we understand that like comparing the national finals to city finals is like, they're obviously a higher level of talent, but what we're saying is that the stage should be proportional to the level of talent. Right. But also like everybody that competed on stage two competed in those city finals courses and the completion rate is still significantly higher on stage two than those city finals courses. Listen, we're disappointed and we're also kind of surprised. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. Um, and it was, I was like, it's, it's ridiculous that they're, they're like, they're advertising, they're giving us these statistics. They're really like not, not doing themselves any favors in my opinion here. Um, so next up we had Tyler Smith and this is the, uh, this is the first time that I am hearing about this person. Oh yeah. I don't know who this is. He's the ninja bug man. Yeah. But we already had a ninja bug man. <laughs> yeah. Um, really out of nowhere for this guy (laughs) he's uh this is we're being introduced to him on episode 15 of the Mm -hmm. season uh and he is a pest control technician and uh he's been doing well in ninja competitions apparently yeah um and did you see the the tweet about this guy suggesting some shenanigans Oh, um, um, the, to the timer? Yeah. So the tweet is now unavailable. Joe Moravsky had retweeted it, um, and I'm guessing he deleted it because it does not look good for a ninja to point out uh, potential shenanigans <laughs> with the producers. But it, it appears, I, I watched the video and I, I went back to look at it, but now it's gone. Um, it appeared that they added time. Like he's on an obstacle and the timer goes up from 153 to 159. Right. So, uh, so yeah, on the screen as he approaches the Grim Sweeper, I believe the timer had run down to 153. And then 
as he gets off of the Grim Sweeper or like as he's about to get off the Grim Sweeper somewhere along there, the timer comes back on the screen and it's at one fifty nine. Um, and right. so and it's counting down. So yes. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so uh, and it's been it's been like 20 seconds at least since the timer came right. off the screen. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's not great. Uh, I imagine, though, that this is more an editing mistake than yeah. uh, than something that happened on the actual course. Um, I believe they have, if I'm remembering correctly, they have the timer on the it, on the course. Yeah, I, I'm not necessarily thinking that they actually like are cheating yeah. and having people have more time, especially for a no name like this guy. Um, still, it does not look good. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's like uh, if you had any illusion that the timer on your screen was uh, 100% accurate In all the time, relevant. Um, <laughs> that uh, this can definitely at the very least tell you that they're capable of making mistakes, if not just mm-hmm. uh, outright just putting whatever is the most dramatic on your screen until the end. Well, they'll give you the accurate time. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So, yes, that, that was uh, that was annoying for sure. Uh, they also uh, they said that he can deadlift 425 pounds, but who knows if that's an exaggeration? Yeah, I, timer shenanigans. <laughs> I truly have no idea how possible that is. It's very possible. All right. Well, I don't I don't deadlift anything except food um well uh he gets to the wave runner and uh akbar says he's scurrying up that wall like a cockroach does he really pronounce it like yeah. that nice <laughs> that's a fun flair I had, to, I, had to, I had to like spell it out specifically to make sure i remember that he pronounced it that way cockroach um then he gets to the water walls and akbar's like he's like a water bug in there and i don't even like water bugs well, then he must love cockroaches. Otherwise, he wouldn't have. Otherwise, he would have specified that he didn't. Must have. Why? What a weird bug to specifically dislike. <laughs> like, I'm good with spiders, good with centipedes, centipedes, but uh, water bugs, terrifying. I mean, are you a fan of water bugs? I'm not a fan of them, but I'm afraid of everything. I would say that's one of the bugs that I'm the least afraid of. Wow. You can just splash them away. You don't even have to touch them to get them away. But you think you're safe in the water. Uh, I don't think water bugs can hurt you. And then you're not. There's bugs there. I don't think anybody thinks they're safe in the water. <laughs> Isn't there a whole movie where that's the tagline? <laughs> well, you're, <laughs> so, you're not so, safe so you anyway. it was safe. Well, that's encouraging. But you think you're safe um, from bugs in the water until you go, oh no, water bugs. I guess so. I have never seen a water bug in like the open water. Like I was just in Lake Michigan yesterday and I didn't see one. Yeah, well. So that means they don't exist. Well, he's going to finish with the fastest time of the night so far. Just a minute uh, and just over a minute left. Uh, and Akbar says, this is the best group of ninjas we've ever had on stage two. Sure. I mean, maybe, but we don't, we can't say that definitively. Yeah, well, we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, then we get another montage uh, with Ethan Swanson, taking him out of the running, uh, in my opinion. Uh, RJ Roman is going to complete the course. Ethan Swanson also completed the course. Uh, and RJ Roman in his montage, this, like, I don't fault RJ Roman for this. I fault mm-hmm. the time limit and stuff. <clears throat> but to see RJ Roman on stage two in the montage, being uh starting a chant in the cr- shred that course shred that course oh, like God. he that was a good five seconds or so at least that he mm-hmm. just spent just like starting a chant on in the middle of stage two uh that's for city qualifying maybe city finals like 
that's and according to us for never right and like that's that i don't want to see that on stage too i want to see people stressed out that's Mm -hmm. i'm here for for like the intensity the stage two is where they have effing fire yeah that scares the crap out of me every time it's fire and it's 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 intensity it's not like uh having fun and starting chants yeah no chanting on stage two struggle face only but that's what happens when uh when you've got three Easy minutes mode. to complete a complete a course that could take you a minute and a half yeah well good for you rj roman yeah you're definitely not winning but good for you then we had carson voiles who completed his course uh the course on his second try um and then dave cavanaugh is going to take on the course for the second time but he is going to fail the transfer on the salmon ladder uh he just misses the top rung and then it bounces over the uh the lip and it falls to the bottom one which is too much of a jolt and will uh loosen his grip and, and make him fall into the water bad luck for dave cavanaugh here Two tries and is not able to get through. Yeah, I hope they still pay for another night in Vegas, though, so that he gets to take an actual shower <laughs> and not have to move his sink in his van. Mm, that's true. I mean, he he did get to uh, go into the water twice. So, yeah, that counts as a shower. Yeah. Honestly, probably as effective as his van shower. Uh, next up was Josh Salinas, who um, theoretically could be in the running, right? He He had a full course run on stage one, right? I guess so. What was his package about? His package was that he lost his wedding ring. Oh, right. This is funny. This is cute. Yes. Uh, so he was, they were doing flips and stuff uh, after his, after getting married and he immediately lost his wedding ring. Yeah. I'm not a fan of beach weddings, but if you are going to have a beach wedding, this is the way to do it. Make it fun for everybody. There you go. Put inflatable things in the water. <laughs> Lose the wedding ring. Yes. Um, so he failed snapback in the city finals course, but he is not going to fail it in this one. He's going to finish the course with a minute and three seconds left, which is the fastest time so far beating Tyler Smith's one minute and two seconds left. And let me tell you this, Tyler Smith did a little spider thing before he pressed the buzzer. He would have finished at a minute and four seconds left, but it took him two seconds to do his little hand thing with the spider and then press the button. And so instead of being, uh, you know, the, uh, the second fastest, he is the third fastest. Yet another knock against spiders. And wasting time. Yeah, we know that I am famously against the spider community, and this is just another reason. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so then we get uh, a, a another uh, cue uh, for the originals, the original, the four original athletes. Um, and the only two left are Lauren Ball and Ryan Stratus. Um, first, uh, they're going to montage Ryan Stratus. So upset. I really thought that maybe he was going to be a dark horse to win. Right? So that again, that takes another one out for me. Uh, he completes the course. He says he's going all the way, but he does so in a montage. You don't know. Maybe they're trying to trick us. Maybe. Um, then we got Lauren Ball, who's finally going to get a bit of a spotlight here. Um, he talk, He says, uh, eh, I'm pretty big in the Philippines. <laughs> just, the way he said that was hilarious. And then he goes on to talk about uh, my grandfather, Popo Makadang, Makadangdang, mm-hmm. uh, is is uh oh what was he 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 does something in the philippines oh i i just remembered his name i I listened to his name and i was like i was like i need to write this down (laughs) they like own something that's been there forever yeah um but uh he's uh he's he's on the he's on the course and he's doing it for his uh his filipino fans 
yeah, this is great. So much cultural representation on this episode. Um, So he's going to take some extra swings on Walk the Plank and then uh, basically get through the uh, the uh, the uh, salmon ladder and then on to the snapback where they talk about how there's been only two falls on the snapback so far, which I believe will make it the deadliest obstacle of the course. (laughs) So sad. Uh, That and the salmon ladder, I think, tie, I think. Great. Um, and then he uh, he gets to the swing surfer and right after Akbar says uh, he's a parkour guy. So this should be easy for him. He jumps onto the wall and his girlfriend has the exact same reaction I do when we watch him fall, which is just utter confusion. <laughs> What, what are you doing? It looks like he's just climbing down into the water. <laughs> he jumps on and he's just like, ah! and he just goes to the lower rung and then he's like, ah! and then he goes to the next lower rung and then he just it's like, ah! and he falls into the water. <laughs> Great Lauren Paul impression. It was so oh. weird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he just couldn't get a good grip. I guess so. It's it's just so uh, I I imagine what happened is that his foot was able to get uh, get purchase, but his hands weren't able to grab. And so uh, he was like falling back off the wall. And so instead of falling backwards, he would take his feet and then drop down to the next level with his feet and then try to get purchased with his hands the next time, but failed again. And then it happened over and over until he went into the water. Yeah. R.I.P. Makes me even sadder that they montaged Ryan Stratus. Mm. Then we get to the kid part two who the kid in ink. Yes. Uh, he was only kidding the first time. Uh, yeah. Is that the tagline for the movie? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to take a much slower and more methodical approach on the course. It takes a few extra. Because he can. Yeah. Because he takes a few extra swings on the Grim Sweeper um, and gets to the uh, the water walls where Akbar starts to get nervous. He's too big. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can't, can't fit. His hat is just sadly floating in the water. His hat's gone. Um, <laughs> lots of struggling on the water walls, but uh, ultimately he is going to hit the buzzer and just collapse. Yeah, he looks tuckered. Mm. I mean, he is so skinny. Yeah. But uh, sad to see him glistening without his hat. What are you going to do? Should have dove in and gotten got in it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I tripped over that word. Next up was Hunter Gerard, the lizard, who is going to complete the course. Seth Rogers, mm-hmm. Big Red, who is going to complete the course. And Casey Suhaki, guy with a grandpa, the first, who completes the course. That should be his Chiron. Yeah. 19 finishers so far with two left. Great. Next up is Drew Dreschel, who is not going to get the top spot on the episode. That's going to go to Daniel Gill, which is making me real really nervous suspicious of daniel yeah. gill here um i love this package though of course you did because drew is the same is the exact same kind of insane that you are <laughs> this is exactly what you would do if you were on american ninja warrior yeah. and i am all of the ninjas that went to his training and could not hang <laughs> Like, I would rather sleep. Thank you. So you hear a lot about um, athletes and artists of all kinds who are like, people called me crazy. And it's like, who are these people calling you crazy? Except this is one of those instances where I'm going to be one of the people calling him crazy. This is crazy. Ninja Warrior is his life. And so... (laughs) Flips his sleep schedule for two nights of 
for the entire year just for two no he says a, a couple of months ago either way a couple of months prior to vegas he flips his sleep schedule uh from uh so that he i think he said he goes to bed at around six in the morning wakes up around six at night um so that he is prepared uh for vegas because it takes place overnight yeah, um, really good news for Drew. He could be a bartender after this and not have to change his schedule. There you go. Um, and he's also changed how he trains. He sets up a huge obstacle course and completes the entire thing uh, at the same time. It takes him 15 to 20 minutes uh, at a time. He goes all at once to you know train his you know endurance on obstacles and getting through them all. Uh, he has other ninjas uh, come and train with him, but nobody else can keep up. I, I did see that Joe Morovsky did an AMA on the uh, subreddit of uh, ANW and Joe said hey hey now Drew I was only uh, uh, a, a little bit behind you <laughs> oh great um, so at first I was like oh this is uh, going to be terrible because this is like he won't be able to do this once he has a newborn um, except this may be perfect if he's up all night for, for the baby. Uh, he can take it to the gym and then uh, his wife's awake during the day or his girlfriend rather. Um, maybe this is the ideal way to parent. Maybe. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> Joe said, I'm assuming production threw a few lines at him to say, uh, but I'll be honest. I trained with him many late nights doing the 24 obstacles with him. He's no more than 45 seconds ahead uh, by yeah. the time we both failed. He doesn't consider that on another level. Yeah. I love how competitive. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's fair. I mean, if you if you go on TV and are like, nobody else could hang with me. And it's like, well, I, you know, I kind of could. <laughs> I can understand wanting to uh, <laughs> to clear your name there. Yeah. Uh, Drew also, by the way, uh, or sorry, uh, Joe uh, in the a AMA talked about his stage one run. And he was obviously disappointed that they didn't show it. Um, but in particular, because he said that he did something that nobody else did on stage one, which is he got through spin your wheels in one motion the entire way through. Oh, and I wanted to see somebody do that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, all, everyone took like a billion uh, swings on that third wheel. Drew does hey, it in one move. And to, they don't show to it. Joe, uh, don't trash talk production on Twitter. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so Drew says he's sm stronger and smarter than he's ever been. Been he is prepared to win. Um, he, uh, he and, and I, I was with you. I was like, now I'm really nervous for him because he's got yeah. a baby on the way. This might be his last chance to uh, right. to to take on this course with such a rigorous training schedule. Um, really, really hoping he's uh, he's our guy here. Um, but we'll see. Yes, we will. But uh, got no. I mean, he's he's cautious, but not really any major issues on uh, stage two here. Yeah, you know, I am still noticing. I'm 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 seeing him be a little more cautious than I normally see Drew yeah. on the course. He has a little more hesitation. He's a little less steady than I'm used to seeing him. Um, I I wonder how much of that is just like. Uh, how much of it maybe even just came from the safety pass itself uh, that kind of like threw him off his game in initially. And then the fact that he fell and now he's, you know, uh, you know approaching this having had fallen. Um, and I also have to imagine that for for a, a, an athlete like Drew going late in the night after seeing so many people complete stage two, I think that puts way more pressure on somebody like Drew than yeah. than otherwise, because 
when everybody else fails, that's I think that's where Drew succeeds, uh, excels because it's like, all right, well, nobody can do this, but I can. But when everybody can do it, it's like, well, now it looks terrible. Now, now I don't want to. I don't want to follow the super easy course. Like this is my yeah. opportunity, right? Um, exactly. So I think it's actually more difficult, but no, no issues here. Um, he spins around to build momentum on the snapback, which uh, Matt and Akbar found to be strange, but it worked. Um, Akbar said, he's got cargo pants on. You know, you're cool when you can rock cargo pants with the utility belt. Does he have a utility belt? No, you don't need the whole, the whole point of cargo pants is that you don't need a utility belt because you have all those pockets to store your, your utility. So Drew then will jump into the water walls water like a fish. Yeah, he's got a dolphin jump that they replay no less than 17 times. Yeah. Um, and uh, how is his bandana still on? Yeah, I, I don't think that's the craziest thing. It's tied. Yeah. Uh, he completes the course, which is going to make for the fourth time he's going to make stage three in five years, which I, if I'm not mistaken, it's also the fourth time Joe's made it to stage three in five years. But I guess but they don't like Joe. No, where it's it's Drew time. He's got jokes. OK, because he's a dolphin. <laughs> Um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure because J- Joe made it to stage three every single year he competed until um, until last year, right? I think so. Every year that I watched. Yeah, pretty sure that's the case. So, uh, but is he nocturnal? More, more Joe snubs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, will we will see Drew on stage three? I'm, I'm hoping this is his year. Yep, me too. But we've got one big obstacle, which is Daniel Gill being the anchor for the second episode. Yes. And remember, Daniel Gill was the anchor for the first episode and uh, got the fastest time of the night, despite the fact that he wasn't the fastest time or the of second the night fastest. in <laughs> Vegas that night, which means they manufactured Drew or uh, Daniel being the first fastest time of the night uh, to give him that anchor spot. And this is the second anchor spot of the four episodes um, that are going to be in Vegas. Drew has none of them yet um right so things are looking a bit daniel a bit gilly yep yes a bit gilly like drew's dolphin gills <laughs> yes nope dolphins don't have gills those are mammals <laughs> fish is what i meant well uh daniel gill is gonna get through the course pretty uh pretty easily he's uh he he did have a little bit of uh a, a, a jolt there on the wall of the uh wave no not wave runner sw- uh, swing surfer <laughs> um yep. and uh ultimately though is going to have the fastest time of the night the actual fastest time of the night and be the 21st runner to finish stage two. 21st lucky number 21. Mm. Again, remember up until up until season 11 in the first 10 seasons of American Ninja Warrior, there have been 25 finishers <laughs> of stage two. Yeah, great. Um, maybe they'll learn to correct this next year. Um, but that is our stage two. Yes. And it does bring us into stage three with a lot more runners. I wanted to see more people run stage three. Not this many people, though. Careful what you wish for. I really hate that we are probably going to see stage three runs. In fact, almost definitely going to see stage three runs montaged. Yes. Yeah, that's awful. It's not. I didn't even think about that. No, that's a classic Akbarism. It's not how it's supposed to go. Uh, um, that's a real shot on a a real shot. I don't think we got any of this episode. Nobody shot it. Didn't, it didn't uh, this this was not this is not <laughs> a shot on a worthy episode. No, not at all. 
All right. Do we need to go through all the finishers here? Um, you know what? Uh, can we just say we <laughs> didn't, even... didn't finish? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll go through the finishers. Uh, Daniel Gill was the fastest here. Josh Salinas, Tyler Smith, Ethan Swanson, Joe Morofsky, Karsten Williams, Tyler Gillette, Drew Dreschel, Kevin Carbone, Adam Rail, Hunter Gerard, Chris Deganji, Casey Suhaki, Lucas Rialli, Ryan Stratus, Seth Rogers, Michael Torres, RJ Roman, The Kid, Awadi, Carson Voiles, and Nate Burkhalter. Great. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Um, all right. Well, we have a, a very lovely iTunes review. Um, this is from Press Nicoli. Uh, it's called I See You, Taryn and Lita. Five stars. She says, I've been a longtime listener of RJP. In the past year or so, I've started commenting and getting more involved with the community I love so much. And I always hear Taryn and Lita promote this podcast on other podcasts. So one day, out of boredom, I decided to start watching American Ninja Warrior just so I could listen to the podcast about it. And I'll never look back. Not to make this sappy, but it truly changed my life. I am in love with American Ninja Warrior and still in love with your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. I, or press, press Nicole. I assume your name is Nicole. That's very sweet. Yeah, that's lovely. Also, uh, quick reminder, you don't even really have to watch the show to watch, to listen to this podcast. You, we prefer you do. Yeah. But I, I get comments from people once in a while that say I don't even watch the show, but I listen to the podcast. Well, there you go. I feel like, uh, the more angry we are with the show, <laughs> the more necessary it is to watch the show. Oh, that's true. Yes. That's true. Qualifiers, you definitely, we mostly Google things and talk about other things. But once you get to Vegas, it is helpful to watch. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but here we are. One episode left. The big finale. Yeah. I really hope it's not disappointing. <laughs> I feel like you could say that about most things in life. Could you imagine, though, like, what if there are, like, eight finishers? There definitely aren't. It's super possible. What if we montage a finisher? <laughs> like, it's, that would, like, that would just completely ruin the show, I think. <laughs> So well, definitely tune in next week. It may be our last podcast ever. <laughs> Taryn might rage quit this show. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Somehow you'll manage to blame it on the twists. <laughs> yeah. The safety pass. Stupid twists ruining the integrity of the show. <laughs> all right. It's the grim sweeper. We'll blame it all on that. All on it. Yep. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Hopefully it won't be disappointing. Yeah. That's the tagline for our podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn Lita. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Lita Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted and uh, Lita wrote dot blogspot. Nope. <laughs> I do that every time. Lita wrote dot wordpress.com for my writing. There you go. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Hope you guys enjoy the finale and I hope you guys enjoy the coverage for the finale. I hope I enjoy it. We'll see. It's still exciting, but it would be a lot more exciting without the previews and without the Grim Sweeper. We were watching Taryn's brain unravel before our eyes. We always thought it would be a big brother that broke him, but it was a mechanic warrior. All right. Thanks guys so much. We'll see you next time. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Because they're not that strong This is the American Ninja Warrior song
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.